Hey, what's up? This is Johnny McBee, and you're listening to the Burn This World podcast. So we're here with Hardcore Keem, and uh, I guess it'll be the first time saying publicly that uh, the Browning has a new basis. At least for a yeah. tour or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Who knows? I'm under contract <laughs> for one tour. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see where it goes. I mean, realistically, it was just uh, like everyone got their stuff going on during uh, the the old pandemic, and so the Browning is uh, need some free agents, and my boy Keem is. Uh, was was down for it so very excited for it though how how do you feel about it bro i'm i'm like super duper duper excited why um, excited to well i've never been to texas and any of the dates <laughs> any of the states that the that we're playing at <laughs> and i've never i've never toured you know what i'm saying like i've i've never i've i did a shows like all over florida but i've never toured especially as a bassist i only did like, like as a vocalist um, so, and I know how to play bass, so it'll be cool to just play the Browning songs, first of all, <laughs> that in a nutshell is going to be sick. I already know the lighting is going to be crazy and, uh, I like breakdowns. Yeah, and, but we're, um, we're playing all the bad new ones. We're not playing any of the old cool ones. So I want to buy out of my pot contract. <laughs> 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 no, no, the, uh, the, the new album actually is, is really good. Yeah. So, um, well, I appreciate it, it, that. It, t- it took me. It took me a little bit with uh, the softer ones, like anti, 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 anti. I can't talk. Anti, ascendancy and like go. fearless. But when you keep on listening to them, they go in. Well, thank you. I. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, wow. It's, <laughs> we got. We're gonna have you yeah. beatbox on stage. There we go. Mouthcore. Bro, I'm ready. Yeah. And uh, we are, just so people know, we are playing some old songs. I'm just pranking Keem here. But I'm, I'm not even going to tell you which old ones until we play it on stage the first time, and you're just going to have to figure it out. Yeah, actually, he he's never told me the, the old songs either, so <laughs> it'll be a surprise for both of us. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you're just going to have to figure it out. Realistically, you just have to like hit open like with bass, so it's, it's not, yeah, you I really don't got to learn nothing. I'm I'm totally fine with that because my stage presence will sell it alone. Hey, and, and that's exactly what I was so stoked on for a lot of reasons. Because you guys know Keem and how he gets it in his videos. I'm like, this dude has to look good on stage. Yeah, you got to. I know it. I, I we don't even got to question it, dude. And uh, really, the Browning stuff is so simple on that end that there's literally songs where you don't hit any notes, and so uh, you're just gonna be able to get it. It's gonna be sweet. I'm I'm very excited. But here's one rule. I have one rule on stage for people like you that uh, like to mosh, and that's my old guitarist Colin. He he was a mosher too, like you. He punched me right. in the throat one day on stage. Oh. Yeah, literally did a backswing, hit me square in my throat while I'm in the middle of a, like, scream. So Did your voice crack? Did it crack? <laughs> Boy, my freaking neck cracked. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was rough. And Man. so that's my, that's my one rule. You, I got you. Yeah, got if you, you crack me, I'm, I don't know what I'll do, but I'll, I'll cut your per diem for a day or two or something like that. I don't right. know. Right. Suspended. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. 
Yeah, I was just talking to my wife about that yesterday. The amount of times I've been injured on stage. I freaking got hit in the top of the head from a guitar. Someone doing a guitar throw. Freaking right mm. in the top of my head. Punched in the throat. One time, uh, I went down for this really hard headbang. Uh, it, was a, it wasn't yeah. just a normal headbang. It was one where the everyone stops and it's like silent. And then we whip back and headbang. And I went straight yeah. into someone's fist in the front row that had their hand up in the air. Like with my freaking oh. nose, it was like pop. It was bad. So, so yeah. just please don't hit me, please. I got to. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll distance. I'll, I'll kind of distance myself. But then, if if we're like close, I'll make it look good. You well, know we, what I'm we only play I'll, stadium, so I mean, <laughs> we'll be miles apart. Yeah, <laughs> got you. Yeah. And so, uh, off the off the new record, what what song would you be most excited to play? Do you think? end of existence oh yeah i have i have a choreograph literally i have already <laughs> a choreograph for the breakdown uh for typically the whole song mm-hmm. uh i have a choreograph for prophecy for uh chaos reigns and for god is taught god is taught <laughs> and it's taught and uh and you keep talking about doing this rap part on carnage i don't know yes i don't know what? I, I, I kind of take pride in that part, man. I do good. No, 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 no. Listen, okay, listen. Here's where I caught you. I've looked. I've looked at old live footage. Hey. The whole band raps that yeah, part. Yeah, everyone was doing it. <laughs> yeah, everyone wanted a piece of that, and I'm like, dang, everyone taking my thunder, dude. Oh, listen. We could probably alternate. You know, shows like you yeah. know, one show I do, one show you do. We'll see how how you we always actually, did it. Actually, I'll let you take that because I, wouldn't it be stereotypical if I do it? <laughs> that's for that's for you to decide. There is part. <laughs> there is ones though that we we what we normally do is like I would do the initial part and then yeah. trade off certain lines with the with the guitarist bassist, and then everyone yeah. kind of did different tones during the At fast the part. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we double up gotcha. on that, uh, or I'll just give it to you. Whatever you know, let you shine for a moment. Hey, this is what it is. Hey, no. this, you're actually you're the you're the rapper. So true. I'm a literally major label signed rapper. No joke. Yeah, but and <laughs> honestly, I haven't I haven't done any of this uh, into this song since I started doing the the side project rap stuff. But you know, we don't need to talk about that. You don't gotta embarrass me, man. No, your 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 dad's that stuff was 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 pretty cool. I didn't know. I even know you had it in you. To be honest, I did, well. Same. I'll just say that. <laughs> I thought you was just a country boy from Kansas. True. And actually, me and my wife were talking about it, or I guess more so, I was just talking about you. Uh, but because I just I talk too much around her, she gets tired of it. But anyways, the <laughs> I was saying that uh, I think that you're gonna honestly steal the show. Like really. Why do you think that? Oh, I think you're gonna stand out on stage quite a bit for a few reasons. Uh. And I think that your um, that your stage presence is going to be really good. And then I think people are going to be coming to the show just to see you. And so I think that like you're actually going to be a main focal point for people when they're uh, watching us. So I, I said that to her and she's like, yeah, probably realistically. And so um, I think that you're going to have a spotlight on. How does that make you feel? You nervous? No. 
<laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> yeah, you, you shouldn't be. It's 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 all silly and it's all just on stage. And my my thought of it always how some people get nervous to go on stage. It's like people will judge you more for standing there nervously than just going right. absolutely wild. Exactly. So you just go wild. That's what people want to see. And I I know Keem's gonna do that, but. I, but every time you fall, we we have a freaking photographer and videographer that's going to film the entire tour. So right. I, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to make a <laughs> full like folder in a video, highlight video of Keem busting his freaking crap on stage. You're going to fall. I know it. Oh, uh, uh, a fall reel? Yeah, you're going to have a fall reel. What? Yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, I've yeah, seen you, the, the amount of times you fall in your room just moshing on a yeah. chair. I mean, yeah, hey, some, yeah. Every time, every time I like lift my feet and you like, I come down. It's like, where's the ground? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's why. That's why I've been like working out, trying to you know get get toned up get uh get the cardio oh. ready, man. Yeah, I got to do that big time because we're doing probably an hour and a half set. Huh? Say that again. An hour and a half. <laughs> hour and a half set, probably. All right. And we've we've only done like one other hour and a half set, and it was it was after an Eskimo Cowboy tour in Europe, and we did one headlining show after the tour, and mm-hmm. the booking agent didn't book any other bands. It was only the Browning, so no locals. No way. Yeah, so we had hundreds of people that showed up to this tiny little town in Germany because we already played all the big towns. So it was a small yeah. little town called Hamel, and only the Browning playing. I'm like, these people just paid like 35 euros just to see the Browning, and so I was like, okay, That's we got yeah, we got to do it as long as we could. I literally like uh, passed out after the show. It was bad. So you literally had to. The- in between songs, you have to make it stretch. No, we didn't. We just played more songs. And that's how I do it. Because <laughs> you, you've seen like, the right, Browning. Let's just, let's just go into it. Yeah, you've seen the Browning. You know how it is. It's song to song. Oh yeah, I've seen song. you. I've I've seen you twice in one year in 2013. Dang, prime time. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. That's when you guys. Uh, ooh, was a hypernova that you guys? Yeah, dropped? that was hypernova. Oh yeah, was that back it booth? Was, yeah, back booth. Yeah, that wasn't back booth is good. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about back booth anymore. Well, it don't matter how you feel about it because it closed down. <laughs> oh, rip, dude! I didn't know that. Yeah, man. <laughs> the heart and soul of Orlando, dude. That's God, dude. Honestly, that's that's how it was in Kansas City too. We we booked this place, Viva Live, that's in Overland Park, Kansas. That's like that's kind of a uppityville in Kansas City, and um, right. Never played a show anywhere besides Lee Summit, Missouri, and Kansas City. And so we had to, there's a couple of these shows that we're playing brand new venues never played before. And so, but all the main places are shut down now. And so it, it was kind of hard yeah. to figure out where to play on this tour. I saw one, I saw one we're going to be playing outside. What? One has like an outside stage. You talking about Dallas? Yeah, amplified. There's an indoor one too, but we have played oh, that. Gotcha. We've played that outdoor stage on the Ginger Tour, and it was sick. So yeah, depending on to, the always want to play outside. Yeah, depending on the sales, it could get moved to the outside because the inside room's like 500 cap, and the outside's like seven or eight, something like that. 
Yeah, that'd be sick. So yeah, we it could get moved up to the outside. Um, which Dallas is one of the bigger markets for us too. So it, mm-hmm. it should be pretty sick. And yeah, the weather. I don't know. It might be a little hot in July there though. Nah, it's gonna be it. Texas. I heard it's like you can cook an egg on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, I'm in weather. Texas right now, and I'm telling you, I haven't stopped sweating for a week, and it's just started getting warm. So it's a uh, it's getting there already. <laughs> Are you a hot or cold guy? Do I prefer it? Yeah, I, pr- I prefer cold. The hundred million percent. I'm. I uh, I run hot though, like big time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What yeah, about I, you? I, I prefer. I prefer. I mean, I live in Florida, but I I prefer the heat because it's like when it's cold, man. Especially uh, when you get older, like your bones. You <laughs> older. <laughs> it starts to you know like you got to stretch like. Now I've been stretching because it's like, dang. I know you're in Florida, but you don't got to act like you're retired already. <laughs> no, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's crazy because uh, maybe it's because I'm uh, slightly thick. Hey, but uh, knees, knees been, you know, knees been like hurting when I'm bent. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I need to start stretching. Well, yeah, look what you're doing in your room. You need to do some yoga before yeah, you record these videos. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I will say you got to. You got to look this up because true scientific fact. Okay. Okay. People okay. that live in cold environments live longer because it slows down the death of their cells. I think I've heard that before, actually. It's true. So you're going to die young because you lived in Florida your whole life, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, this is where people come to die. Hey, true. They, they call it the, the, the Q-tip capital. Q-tip. Ca- what is that supposed to mean? When you're old, you get white hair, so you die here. Oh, true. I'm already, <laughs> yeah. I'm, dude, I'm like a quarter gray already, big time. No way. Yeah. Well, my sister, she's she's full, almost full gray, and she's like 35. No. Yeah, dude. Are you drinking your water? Me? There's water yeah. in Monsters, right? <laughs> <laughs> there is, though. Man, you gotta be drinking water. I know. If, look, you could. This is this is a scientific fact you could look up. Oh, they God. said, um, just drink water, and that's the that's the fact. That does sound like a scientific fact. Yeah, just just drink water, man. Drink water. Yeah, you heard it from Keem. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and right, quote that. Quote just it. drink water. For Hardcore a minute, twenty twenty two. The the Browning was sponsored by a water company for like half a second, and then they then they got big and dipped out on us. Oh, where was it? Just water? It, yeah, it was core core water. No way. Yeah, yeah, and they got freaking huge. Now they're everywhere. I still drink their water, but boy, the, their water is on another level. And some people are going to hear this. Some people are going to hear this. Be like, it's just water. I'm freaking telling you, go drink a core. No, 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 you, no. You, you, don't, you don't even know. I used to be I used to be one of those people like, oh, water's just water. There's a huge difference. First of all, we don't touch Dasani, but mm. there's a huge difference between water brands and what's in it. I'm I would say I'm a water connoisseur. You know I'm a water connoisseur. All right. Let's, all right. let's settle this. All right. All right. On tour, we're gonna we'll make some video where we analyze different waters because I promise oh, you we've already sure. done this. We've already done this on tour. So I'm an expert. Yeah, this is this is this, this is really important. Yeah. And so, first of all, everyone that's listening, drink spring water. Thank you. Yeah, drink spring Thank you. water. Poland Springs, uh, Deer Park, drink that. Yeah, drink that stuff. Those are just 
it quenches the soul. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big difference. It really is. But anyways, back to this tour. Um, you nervous yet, dude? We're getting even closer now, even since the beginning of this conversation. Am I nervous for the tour? Yeah. Nah, man. I'm I'm we're we're gonna have it's it's gonna be fun. You excited like, it's to meet fun. some of your fans? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely excited to meet. So like some some people are crazy and I, I like I kinda like that. I kinda <laughs> like the like the, the the crazy fans. Like I was in um California like two uh, two weeks ago. I had like this a set of parents come out and it was like, Oh, we watch your stuff and I'm like, What? And she's like, Can I take a picture? And I was like, Yeah, sure. She pulled out Snapchat on me and I'm like, What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. You're and I'm like, like you're about to get me in trouble. Right. I'm like, <laughs> hey, y'all like this this 50 year old mom got snapchat on me I, i'm like go ahead but uh, yeah i'm super excited um and uh young medicine you hadn't heard of them until i told you they were doing this tour let's talk about young medicine yes. let's please yeah they are assigned to fixed who everyone knows is uh one of my favorite companies out there um musically um they are insanely solid so what was your first impressions of young medicine all right, I ain't gonna lie. First impressions, I was looking at them. I was like, hey, yo, this guy got white hair. He looked like he's straight out of an anime. <laughs> they still got that that 2000, that 2010s emo look. I was like, I don't know. But um, I heard their their latest single was Cold-Blooded. I was like, all right, I'm a fan. I was like, this is really, really good. Yeah, it's it really is next level, like in the modern world with this electronic yeah. rock stuff. Um, and they got really good production, good videos, good songs overall. They got a lot of hype on them, and they're they're only a three piece. That uh, I'm pretty sure it's a keyboard player, singer, a guitarist, singer, and a drummer. Right. So three people. Yeah. That's pretty sick. And I've seen some of their live sets. Their light work mm-hmm. is crazy. Heck yeah. Yeah. So definitely shout out Young Medicine. I mean, I was, I was like, hey, yo, I was like, oh, that we got this emo band because I'm a nostalgia fan, but I didn't know y'all was, y'all had this nostalgia look with the modern, the modern sound. Mm hmm. Yeah. I, I really do think all of that's perfect. I think their image is absolutely like flawless for their style. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I love their logo too. It's that it has like a, I want to say teardrop, but I don't want to assume that they're being, that emo but maybe it is it's, it's a water drop that's like the o um maybe they're sponsored by a water brand oh <laughs> hey they gotta hit that up they're, they're exactly. just trying to remind, remind everyone subconsciously to drink that spring water stay Triple, young right. hey young we got medicine it. maybe the medicine is the water stay young you know what? fountain of youth you know what as i said i going back to my point scientifically proven I told you it's a small world it all connects together it really does we have to ask them to seal the deal we just got to ask them what water they drink and sure. they're like bro that's not even a that's not even a question you know i don't know if they sound like that. yeah that's a weird voice <laughs> yeah, 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 i don't know about yeah, that I, I just pulled that out. <laughs> I, I just pulled that out yeah i don't know about that but yeah, <laughs> they they really are such a solid band. Um, really excited to have them on tour. And honestly, the fact that they are a three piece was another reason. I was like, yes, please. Uh, we had a bunch of bands that was potential for this tour. Um, but like 
I can't even go into details about bands and why they weren't picked and why we didn't go out with them, but I am very picky about people that I tour with. Um, and the fact that they're from my hometown, they're from Kansas City, which is rare. Uh, they're the only other band I know from Kansas City that's actually breaking out. Um, and then the fact that they're a three-piece and they really got their crap together. I'm like, yo, they're going to be off stage in like two seconds. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> like, I like, hate... first of all, the, the the keyboard, he just, it's on him already, so... Right. <laughs> he just walks off. <laughs> right. And their their light rig is actually really small. They only got like like three lights, but they make it look really good. Um, I even mm-hmm. offered that, because uh, all my lights are in Kansas City right now, and I was like, if yeah. you want, you can freaking program into my lights if you want to, and then they don't even need to set anything else up. That'd be pretty sick, but right. I don't know if they're going to do that, and then he'd probably freaking... He'd probably outdo me because he's like an actual pro, like a light LED screen programmer for like big bands. And so he'd probably yeah. make us look silly. So and I, I re- revoke that offer. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Definitely. He's going to make us look Definitely. silly. Lights are huge. What if, what if he's genre. like, he said he, he does program. Would he, would he make some, his lights on the back wall, make some 3D hologram. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> hours just flash. Right. Honestly, I haven't I haven't programmed the lights for the new stuff yet. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be busting crap the week before this tour because I'm working yeah. a show in Texas. Then I'm gonna have to drive up to Kansas City. I have like four days to program yeah. all of end of existence on lights, <laughs> and then drive my freaking crack back down to Austin. So. I'm gonna be. Then he has to pick me up the day before. Oh, God. No, you're walking to carriage. the venue. No, you're walking to the venue in a carriage, and uh, he personally has to give me a a back rub. I don't know, man. It's I'll just, do it. I'll just, do it. It's fine. I agree. <laughs> but that's what I. The thing is, you haven't been on tour, so you might want to right. reserve that back rub for like day two, day three, because that it, it is legit. That yeah, being the soreness is pretty hardcore. I'm actually a little concerned about the length of the length of tour is nice because it's short. I can kind of keep normal life stuff rolling while doing yeah. this. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, usually on tour, about a weekend, I lose my voice for at least like two shows, and so I'm gonna have to really prep before this tour like yeah. two weeks before. So then the week before I lose my voice, then the week of the tour, I'm like good. And so the length of the tour, we'll go into that a, a little bit for people listening. The Just with how things are different post-COVID now, um, things need to be set up a little different in not only operation for the Browning, but pretty much every band is looking for a new setup for this type of stuff because so many people got lives like locked in during the pandemic uh to where you know kids popped out jobs were locked in all this kind of crap to where it's hard to set it down for like a month at a time straight up the browning confirmed on like a over a month-long tour and i just had to i had to pull out because i just couldn't commit that much time to something uh just because of my company that i started my knife company Fearless knives, by the way. Uh, and the, so like working out something like this where it's 10 days, I only have to miss like two weekends with my company. And then also with my baby and my wife, everything. It's just, this is the setup. And so my plan 
as you guys can see on the flyer, it says part one. My plan is to do end of existence tour uh, in different regions in different parts. So like this is clearly like the South, right? And like main markets for me, Texas, uh, Air, uh, New Mexico, Colorado, Oklahoma, Missouri. Those are like big markets. So that's like South, the South tour. Then we're going to do an East coast. Then we're going to do a West coast. Then we're going to do Japan. We're going to do Europe. We're going to do all that, but in like different parts. So that's the plan. Rather than doing a full U.S. tour all in one go, like 40 yeah. days, it's going to be multiple parts in short, like 10-day sections. That just allows everything to go, keep everyone happy, and honestly do um, that it would just be better for everyone because we won't be burnt out. We won't be, you know, hating life. It's going to be fly out, play some shows, go home, do our thing. Everyone's happy. Yeah. I also had a baby during COVID, so. Right. Yeah, because actually I yeah. asked Keem to do the, the month-long tour, and he's like, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, because especially it ran over um, my wife and my daughter's birthday, and I, yeah, I would have been killed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you would have been able to have been the, the basis for the browning, and that's it. That would have been the only thing in your life at that point. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And so it, this this setup really just works for everybody. Um. And like even my drummer, you know, he produces bands full time. And so this way he can just tell bands, hey, these 10 days, I can't do nothing. And then he comes out and he goes home. Everything's totally fine. It's It really is a perfect setup. And I'm actually very excited about it because I honestly think that I'll be able to tour more doing this way. The only the only way this is going to negatively impact things is touring with other bands, like not headlining. But also my big thing um right now was with the big break and with end of existence being such a big album i felt it necessary the first tour back to or the first few like tours back being headliners only i we're playing an hour and a half set we want lights a big backdrop like all this kind of stuff that just can't really happen if you're opening for someone so i i wanted to really right. give the fans what they needed and that was big headliner and right. so yeah i'm and so, yeah, we're definitely going to hit, like, an East Coast run. You going to do the East Coast run? Absolutely. Play, like, East, four Florida East, shows? East Coast is my, is that's my territory. Really? My territory, yeah, especially, like, Florida. Yeah. Florida? I'm not going to Florida. Planet Florida. Too many old people there. Hey, I'm <laughs> telling you, them old, them old people. No, they actually don't like this type of music. But uh, <laughs> they... They can complain, man. They'll sure give you an earful. Hey, maybe we got to hit up Traders for the East Coast run. Nah, that should be sick, actually. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get something working. We'll work on it. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, uh, this tour, I'm very excited for it. So if anyone hasn't looked at the flyer yet, you can go to thebrowning.net, see the dates um, and some other information. But we got Houston, Austin, Dallas, Lubbock. Albuquerque, Colorado Springs, Denver, Oklahoma City, Overland Park, Kansas, and Des Moines, Iowa. So of those cities, which one are you most excited for? Having not been to any of them. Yeah, having not been to anyone, I heard uh, Texas just has a crazy scene. So probably Dallas. Yeah, d definitely Texas does pop off really hard. Um, uh -huh. Honestly, the one I'm most excited... now. Uh, 
I'm excited for Texas as well. Austin and Dallas, always huge market for us. Uh, mm. The two of the biggest ones for us. But some of the craziest shows, our first sold out show in the United States was in Albuquerque at the launch pad. And mm. so I'm very excited to go to the launch pad. Also played there on tour with Impending Doom. And so, mm. yeah, very excited for doing the launch pad because we haven't played there in I don't even, it has to have been like seven years by now. And so right. you're stoked for Texas just because you've, you've heard the scene is sick. Yeah, I've heard the scene sick though. Yeah. And hey, if you guys uh, show up, I'm definitely going to be looking for the pitters, man. I'm going to be pointing you out. I'm going to be calling you out. Um, and I want to see, you know, each city. I want to see who's the, who's the, who could throw down the, throw down the most. You know what Dude, I'm saying? Maybe you should have like a, like a um you know how like baseball tournaments whenever you're a kid the the little medals that you get instead of trophies bro imagine i i bring i should bring medals exactly the, oh yo yo we doing this all right i can yo, I, i'll get them made. yeah you need to make a medal we're and then this. you need to like do the post on your crap say come out to these shows and you'll get a medal right. and there's only going to be 11 of them made in history for this tour yeah and then you'll pass them out to the person that moshes the hardest for yeah, Young Medicine. Moshes the hardest. <laughs> you get yeah, in the pit for happening. Young Medicine? That's happening. Um, do they have breakdowns? I don't know. I think they kind of do. Yeah. They they got some like kind of breakdown riffs. I don't think it's breakdowns, though. Hey, I, I probably won't mosh, but hey, I can, I can definitely say groove to Young Medicine. I can... Yell their lyrics back to them. They got some choruses. I was gonna say, I bet that they're gonna, they're one of those bands that whenever you're on tour with them, everyone on the package is sitting there singing their songs. Yeah, I, they're definitely gonna be that band. Yeah, and, and especially considering then they're the only other band on the package, we don't have many options. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to meet them. I just, I just want to talk to them. Just, just talk to them. You know, when you, you know, when you see somebody like really interesting. You just gotta know like their story. Yeah, that's the medicine is that it's that type band. Yeah, yeah, and also the one thing I love about doing tours where we're headlining is I always have it as a smaller package, uh, typically three bands, not typically two, but so that we can have a lot of local bands. And so yeah, very excited to see all the local bands. And Texas really does have some of the best local bands out there. Uh, for that's sure, correct. and so definitely that—that's probably where you're going to get all your moshing in, is in with the local bands. The local bands, yeah. Hey, as long as nobody, you know, target me because if you target me, I'm—I got to hit you back, right? You know what I'm saying, and you see what, and he like, does. yeah, like I—I I have to pace myself because when I pit, I usually go hard, so I don't want to be dead tired for our set <laughs> so i'll have to like yeah i have to go easy on the pit you're gonna end up breaking yeah, your arm and not be able to play bass at all <laughs> i'll just stand there on stage just stand there <laughs> just be the presence broken arm and all there we go you can be like one of those dudes that was on tour with like king 810 holding ak's on the side of the stage or whatever bro i remember they got like canceled for it. every little thing yeah they they king sent hard though yeah uh Definitely. They they got some stuff going on. I've I've never really got, got into them, but I think some of the uh-huh. stuff has a lot of potential. Um but yeah. it's just not necessarily my style. But I, I yeah. they, they were like a hardcore band that went like this weird kind of rock hardcore stuff and it I don't know. I I thought it was interesting, but it just wasn't my thing. But they have some diehard fans and that's what you need. 
Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they're they're singing stuff when it with the whole singing around. I was like, ah. But when they're tough guy, hardcore stuff, eating those, eating the guts and mm-hmm. livers. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about that. Definitely. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, this tour, I think we're gonna play pretty much everything off of End of Existence, besides a couple songs. I, whenever I wrote um, Death Warp, I didn't. I wrote it as actually it was a um, a streamer named Blood Thunder hired me to write an intro song for his stream. And so Death Warp was originally written for him, and he's still using it as an intro for his stream. But uh, I, anytime I write like an intro like that for someone, I always say, hey, just in case I want to use this in the future, is that cool? And I hit him up, and he actually helped me with the lyrics of the song. And right. so, um, and Death Warp is actually written about speedrunning Doom. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and so, because he's a speedrunner, that's what he does on Twitch. And, uh, yeah, so Death Warp, whenever it was written, it was never, ever intended to be a song that could be played live. Those drums are insane on that song. Yeah, so. I would love, I, you know, when, when he first brought this to me, and he was like, we was playing End of, you know, End of Existence, I was like, yo, we gotta play Death Warp. And I'm like, I, he's I like, don't nah. know about that. Yeah, that's uh, a... <laughs> it's just, that, I feel... Um, well, especially well, the the top two is End of Existence and Death Warp. Death Warp, especially the the beginning, mm-hmm. will set the whole place on fire. Definitely, it's just so fast. It's now Cody had been working on it because you have to do you have to to do kicks that fast. You have to do a special like double stroke technique where right. each yeah. pedal is hitting twice, like per stroke. And uh, he was working on it, but so we can do that song, but the kicks might just have to be like thirty second note triplets rather than yeah. what they are, and so. It can be pulled off, just might have to be done slightly different live, but those drums are just ridiculous there. So, uh, Death Warp, and right. I think the, the song that got the least attention on the album is Rage, and I also don't know how that song would go mm. off live. I really like that song. It was actually one of the first ones I wrote, but I don't know. It's it's the only one that I haven't seen anyone say is their favorite song, and so I don't think we'll play Rage just to save ourselves some energy, because that song is really high energy. We can use that on something else like an older song oh i'm I'm totally down so cataclysm is play, being played yeah is, yes. is that your your is that your break song is that you, you just take a break you just you just take a step back you just i drink an entire <laughs> like 42 ounce core during cataclysm <laughs> got you yeah I, I noticed that. i was like yeah you didn't take that out and that's like all instrumental yeah i was i was considering I don't know if this is spoiler alerts, but I was considering doing Cataclysm as an intro. But I think it'd be better used as nah. a as a mid set break. Yeah, definitely, definitely mid set break because yeah, the intro has to be intro has to you know. Hey, do, hey, don't say anything else. I'm not saying anything, but it has to. Yeah, I'm sure it's a little. <laughs> I'm sure everyone can guess, but I mean, we'll see. Uh, yeah. But of the old songs, so you being a a big Browning super fan like you are, absolutely. Uh, yep. What what old song would you want to play <clears throat> on the tour? Okay, so the when you first bought the the first two month two month tour, I was like, "Yo, time will tell." <laughs> yeah. Like that's like the first song I got hooked on that got me you know introduced to the Browning. Um, but we definitely got to play Carnage. Uh, shoot, Bloodlust would be great because that mm-hmm. song just pops off. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how far back you want to go, but uh, 
Well, time will tell is almost as far back as it goes. There's only there's only one more that's song. Like, that's like the first. Well, there's only one yeah. more song we would play that would technically be older than that. And that Any I, I don't, don't want to. I don't. Hey, I didn't want to spoil it, man. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh, oh, I was, it's just, <laughs> so yeah, standing on the edge is the only other older song that the Browning will play Here sometimes. But the okay. I don't. We only have been playing that in Europe the past. A oh, few wow. years, um, and it's because the Europeans go. Do, 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 do. They sit there and sing it. So maybe if Americans did that, then maybe I would play right. it here. So, well, then don't forget that that that, that we'll do. Um, no, yeah, yeah, no, don't forget that. If it's, if that's just like the European, you have a huge European market, by the way, right? Huge, definitely. Because I, I made like a post the uh, like was it. Two weeks ago, I was like, yeah, I'm messing with the Browning. The Europeans were going crazy. They was like, uh-huh. we love the Browning. I'm like, oh, snap, all right. I like how you did the, right. the, the, you are not good at accents. Like, that didn't sound like European. Oh, and then whatever yeah. you did for I Young know, Medicine, yeah. that was just weird. Uh, my, my, I got to work on them. I got to, yeah. I got to work on them. Definitely. I mean, you're a comedian, man. You got to definitely yeah, gotta really work do. on that. Yeah. And, but yeah, Europeans really do go hard and, uh, maybe bring, so here's the thing about standing on the edge too. Uh, and maybe this is spoilers too, but I am planning on a burn this world playthrough tour. So, uh, say you're not. Oh yeah. So maybe saving some of those real old songs, like the big old bangers might want to save them for a burn this world tour. Oh, I would cry. Man, yeah, I but would. you can't play on that one though. Cry. Oh, that's the the one the one the one tour I can't play on. <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah, no, no. On this tour we should definitely do if if anything from the old thing, bloodless. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Come on. You mouthing that? That's <laughs> catchy. Yeah. I have been so since the Europeans do that uh singing stuff, I've I basically force Americans to do it. I put it in their brain, and they're like, oh, okay. So I, I, like, do it, and I make them sing with me. So I'm just trying to get them into that European realm, you know, because I love that crap. Right. I, people don't really sing brown, Browning lyrics. That's not really a thing that happens with the Browning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people do sing the Browning melodies. And so, uh, well, people have started singing the Browning stuff with the last album, Geist. Like, so people are singing the choruses, like, for Beyond Stone and... Uh, the final breath. So I am interested to see this one. What choruses people sing? I'm because the choruses on this album are big. There's some big choruses. Anti ascendancy for sure. Well, no man can become a god too, and that one is actually one of the ones that a lot of people were saying was their favorites. So I'm really interested since that one really popped off as people's favorites. If people are going to be singing that chorus big time, so I'm interested. I like how people kind of accepted the. uh, the direction you were heading in you know what i'm saying like yeah uh, this is definitely different than guys mm-hmm. uh hyping over like it's it's definitely super different well and I but think, you still that browning sound i think browning fans are the brownings music is just weird in general and so there are people that are more open to uh, experimentation and so I honestly think I could do anything. Now, the the biggest eye-opening song for me that I ever wrote for the Browning was Skybreaker. Um, Mm. Because that was written as an outro song. No music video for it. No, it wasn't a single. It wasn't on playlist. Nothing. And it's the second most popular song the Browning's ever had. And so it's like 
that but that was also at that point the softest song the Browning had ever had. Um, and so that song was big eye opener for me. And so in that same vein, I specifically wrote Fearless to be a more high energy version of Skybreaker. And so I'm very excited mm. to see how Fearless does because that has some big vocal parts in it, like big time. When that middle breakdown happens, there's some big mm. vocals. And so I'm interested to see if people uh, scream along or not. Hey, there's only one way to find out. Is to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to do it. Yeah. Right. And, and um, touching, touching back on uh, what you said, uh, what I hope to be, to be played. I'm just going to pick two songs from all right. the older albums. Not, not the uh, Burn This World. Okay. But Hypernova, you know, Type 1A. Oh. Um, I remember we did a we did a podcast. I don't know. You remember that? You remember that podcast uh-huh. we did like a long time ago? I talked to you about that. I was like, yo, type one A, is that about the aliens? I love that song. <laughs> and you couldn't confirm or deny. But uh I really like that. And this is an odd one. Uh I know most people go for like hypernova, but or uh, breaking point, but I like slaves. Slaves just yeah. has that. I like that Egyptian sound. I love yeah. that. Slaves, I love that so much. Yeah, Slaves was a was a like a mainstay song for the Browning for a couple years because it was like mm. very metal. It was like at the time the most metal song the Browning had, and so. Mm. But I don't think we I don't think we'd play that one. We got too many other songs oh, to yeah. play now. Yeah, got you. Got yeah, you. and I Type One A. We also never played that song live once. We uh, mm. we were gonna do it on a tour, but. I wrote that song with the intention of the that breakdown mm-hmm. being like bouncy. And we did it during a sound check one time to practice because that's the Browning doesn't practice before. We just practice songs during sound check. Uh, yeah. And it was like way too slow to actually bounce to. So it was like, dang it. It like defeated the whole purpose of the song because I wanted it to be this big bounce song and it was too slow. Still, still good. Still it's it's a really great. good song. I listen back whenever uh, that uh, Dum Dum label uh, released all "Burn This World" and "Hypernova" again. I went and right. listened through "Hypernova," dude. That album, the the riffs, the songwriting is just so sick. On. It's freaking yeah. crazy. You don't wanna suffer, dude. Dude, that chorus like, is one of the on. best choruses. Yeah, like, it is. I don't need your light to guide me. Like I'm like, hold on, <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That song bro. pops off. That is such a good course. That was like the first course bro. I ever wrote to. And that, that was you singing, yeah, or was that? No, um, that was Colin. Colin, got you. At that time, I was the because early stages of the Browning. I said, I'm never gonna sing. It's gonna be heavy forever. <laughs> and <laughs> and then uh, I wrote that course. I was like, dang, dude, that's catchy. But I couldn't sing at that point, so. Geist was the Got first you. record that I was actually like tried working on singing. And what mm-hmm. sucked about Geist was literally directly after I finished doing the record, because while I was recording Geist, that's the most I ever sang in my life. And so I actually got good from recording the record. And so right after the record, I was way better than whenever I recorded the record. And Dang. so now with this newest one, like I was very, very confident in the singing because I also did Dead Set in between Geist and this one. And Dead Set made me very confident in my singing. But you have a good singing voice, so which which one of these new songs you singing? You think so? I you mean, think you, I really... No, hey. you, you've been telling me. I've been asking. Yeah, I, I do. I do. 
Let's hear it. Listen, I I got you. Um, you said if I could do those <laughs> those falsehoods <laughs> on prophecy. <laughs> Listen, I got you on prophecy. I got you on anti-sendency. Because I don't know if your your voice really can get that high. There's but- a girl singing, dude. It's a girl on the record. It's not me. You kept asking me, but I wasn't going to say anything. There's no way. Yeah, that's not me. What do you mean? It's an it's an actual female singing that. Nah, you trolling me right now. No, I'm not. It's the it's the girl that recorded on Skybreaker. Her name's Taylor. Oh, I'm just gonna play that. I'm just gonna have her track singing. That's what, so. One thing I did different on anti sentency than Skybreaker was right. I actually had my voice singing underneath hers, like an octave lower on anti-sendency so that I could actually sing live but still have her voice played. Because for Skybreaker, I just played her voice. I didn't even sing. I just danced. My mind is blown. I, it's not me singing. I don't know how on earth you thought that was me. You kept saying it. <laughs> I just like I wasn't gonna say anything. And you just you just let me you yeah. just let me dig my own hole. You never said you know what it gave that you know that really isn't me. Right. It was the same same thing as I told you that I'm five six. I wasn't gonna say anything until you saw me in person. <laughs> but I knew you was not five. Six. I know. I knew that. I feel like oh I could do that. Oh, there we go. My soul. To the girls, <laughs> and then you could do the back part. Hey. You could do the, you know what I'm saying. So you're taking a break at that time. Yeah, that would be very. But, you helpful. know what I'm saying. But yeah, I told you I got you. I, listen, I'm here for you. Okay, but I but legitimately, the first time I'm gonna hear your singing voice is when we're on stage, <laughs> right? And you're gonna be like, "Dang, Akeem, you suck." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I'll be like, "But it's too late. He already did it." And then I can't go back. Right. And then I'd feel bad, right. like you know. Nah, I'll be like, and I do good, I do good or not. It is what it is. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't even know because I have in ears in, so I I wouldn't even hear your voice. I would just have to judge it based off of the crowd's like faces. Right. If the crowd's like e <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, yo. Yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll see. We'll have to judge it off of that. <laughs> but yeah, that course I'm nah, very excited I'm, for. I got you. I got you. I'm 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 gonna help out a lot. Okay, perfect. Cause I actually need that quite a bit. Um that's mm-hmm. something that me and the will actually have to work out the spots because even on like on Carnage, there's stuff that's just all screams on the record, and live Colin was actually pitch yelling half like some of the lyrics to yeah. like ease up on me. So I'll have to, which actually you can do scream screams. So I'll just have to show you which lines you need to scream. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, so see, everyone on the podcast, you're hearing behind that this is the first time we've been discussing this, and so... Uh, Actually, yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, this is how prepared and professional we are here, right? We've already decided he's going, and I have no clue about his actual music ability. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have a couple covers on, on YouTube, but he just said, hey, you want to play bass? So he's literally having so much faith in me. I could just show up and be like, yo, I don't even know how to play bass. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I did that whenever I was forming the Browning. This is not a lie. This is a true story. I won't say the dude's uh-huh. name. Uh, but uh, we moved down to Dallas to start the band full time. And there was this dude that I knew played guitar up in Missouri, but I always saw him playing acoustic. And uh, so I said, hey, you want to play bass in the Browning? Uh, he's, I was like, you can play bass, right? And he's like, yeah, no problem. I can play all this stuff. And I even sent him videos on how to play all this stuff. And, uh, he got down there and he like, literally 
he drove all the way down to Dallas from Kansas City, and he did not understand mm-hmm. the concept of like chugging, like breakdown pattern stuff, like muting right. and all that kind of stuff. To where it's right. like literally, he got there that day, and I imme- he he came down to record the stuff for the EP on the bass, and he literally did not understand any of it. And I had to like right there to his face, be like, "Dude, you you actually don't know how to play like." What do you mean? Like it was so awkward, and he Dang. had to drive home. And he called me uh, on the phone. He was literally standing outside my apartment, crying, wanting like being like, "I can figure it out." And like I felt so horrible. So if if somehow, and then he did a big MySpace post calling me a snake or something. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if you're listening, I'm sorry I hurt you. Like really, but no. If you're also listening, maybe you should have eaten honest if you couldn't play you couldn't play you know yeah and so keem please god don't do that to me <laughs> i can only handle that once in my life man. wait so you've you've never seen any of my covers you sent me one but like come on this is you didn't watch it this is youtube man i can't trust you oh it's the internet right right have you not seen my little clips where chemo plays the bass no so that, that is i was honestly <laughs> see i already goofed it though because i was gonna i was gonna post that chemo thing as the announcement of you playing so maybe because i'm taking pictures this uh, saturday so maybe chemo should take some pictures too can i do that do whatever you want i'll no, i'll do that for you to post I, okay, I'll, I'll actually do it yeah i he, got you he does a very good like uh 2010 uh like the the kicking your leg up, jumping in place, asking Alexandria. <laughs> yeah, you look good, man. I'll tell you, stage presence, I got it. Perfect. So I'm very excited for this tour. Very excited just to get on back out on the road and play some shows. This stuff is going to pop off live, and then we're especially going to pop off because we got our boy Keem here on bass. Uh, yeah, this will be our first time meeting. It will be. <laughs> in person. It will be. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it's, I'm very excited, so... I appreciate you guys. Go to uh, thebrowning.net and then also go check out uh, Keem's podcast, The Hardcore Keem Show. And yeah, uh, yeah get that good content and uh, be hanging out with us on tour. Check out the tour dates. Tickets are going to be up here soon or if they're not already, there's a little buy tickets link. And then we're probably going to release some VIP meet and greet stuff too. So be on the lookout for that and make sure you five-star um the podcast both mine and keem's and uh yeah appreciate y'all